Welcome to another amazing episode of the Path to Podcast Success with your host, audience building and fear crushing podcast expert, Evan Bradley Johnson. Every single week, Evan has powerful conversations with successful entrepreneurs and business owners, revealing the podcast strategies they use to grow their subscribers and sales, and how you can use your podcast to finally get to that next level. Now, turn on your mic and let's start down the path to podcast success. Okay, welcome everyone to another very exciting episode of Path to Podcast Success. I have a guest here with me today that I am very excited to welcome to the show. I have a feeling this is going to be a pretty fun episode. I think we're in for for a pretty good conversation around topics that are very much near and dear to my heart. And I think there's going to be some great insights in here for anyone listening who struggle with the same thing. So, uh, Renetha Pereira, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. I'm so excited to be on here today with you. We're excited to have you. <laughs> so I like to start off in the same place with all my guests, and mm-hmm. that is by making sure that everyone listening is on the same page and they have the context that they need to get the most that they can out of this conversation. So for those people, go ahead and tell us, what is it that you do? Great. So I am an intimacy and confidence coach. I support people from being really in this place of uncertainty and stuckness to stepping into more of their power, their radiance, being able to radiate their confidence so that they can have better relationships in the world, so they can have really juicy relationships, actually. Mm. Okay. Mm. And so you focus on how that impacts relationships then. That's kind of – because confidence and and self-image and all that fun stuff can can really – impact pretty much every area of your life, but you focus mostly on the relationship side. Do you know, it's interesting because my background is actually very corporate. So I'm a corporate Mm. refugee. I left, um, I was a chartered accountant and then worked in international um, talent acquisition and moved. So initially I started supporting people that were moving out of the corporate space into entrepreneurialism. And then kind of over time, it's been more people because I've also dived in the world of Tantra, uh, sexuality and kink, people started wanting more of that. So I opened, mm. I opened the doors to working with people in that capacity. And like, I talk about intimacy and confidence, but really it's like relationships are everywhere. It's not just your sexual partners. It's your, how your relationships with your family, with your friends, with your, like, if your workmates with your boss, like with your clients, they're all relationships. So it all feeds in and being able to be confident and really stand in your own power just impacts everything in your life. Right, right, right. I I think it's a little bit sneaky. Yeah, right. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my goodness. That's amazing. People come in looking for something specific with that area of their life that ends up being something that impacts everything. Totally. It's like you're making more money, you're having better sex life, you're having better relationships in your life and you're magnetizing all these juicy, delicious people in all areas. Mm. I love it. I love it. So (laughs) those conversations must be very difficult for a lot of people, right? Talking Mm -hmm. about that, especially if they're going to you for this, then talking about intimacy in that that way and Mm -hmm. and, and and lack of confidence they must feel must be very difficult. So is there anything that you do to kind of make those conversations 
easier for people? Like, how do you kind of warm them up to actually talking mm. about that? I guess it's more, it, it's really interesting because people come to me around intimacy, around confidence. Like I've got this lack and what we start looking at is like, okay, what are your self-beliefs? What are your values? And it's, it's like, what are the the hard truths in your life? Like the truths, because sometimes it's like, you don't even see your values and beliefs. And we start unpacking that to see, okay, like instead of intimacy being this external thing, looking at what does that look like for yourself first? So we really, at the start, focus on them more than anything external. Like we talk about what is happening in their life and what's going on because everything external, externally focused is a representation of what's internal. And I don't know if you read the book and for your listeners, if they haven't read the book, um, Existential Kink by Carolyn Elliott, it's an amazing book and it talks about like the basis of it is having as evidence of wanting and, you know, everything in your life that you have, no matter if you enjoy it or not, is your creation. So we like really unpack that and go, okay, what are you, what are, what are your kinks in life? You know? And for me, um, I share with people and like, everyone has a different kink. Is it being rejected? Is it being abandoned? Is it being not good enough? Is it being not lovable, not worthy enough? You know, what is it? And we start really going into that because that will underpin everything. And starting in the way of like actually um, having people looking at taking responsibility for what they've created in their life. So at the start, it can be quite overwhelming because people are like, but I didn't create this. It was like because my parents made me or because my boss made me and I have an awful partner. And then it's like, oh, well, actually, you must really enjoy it because if you didn't, you would change it, you know, and just being able to. So that's kind of in the midst of it, but warming people up, it's like, getting them to feel really safe and comfortable within themselves and having them. I find a lot of people are in this hamster wheel of not being heard, just doing life because life is happening. And they're just like doing, 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 doing. And having people slow down is what I firstly do and having them Mm. assess what is it that is happening in your life? Like, where are you right now? And what is it that you enjoy? What is it that you like is not enjoyable in your life? And where do you actually want to be? Like, And it's mind-blowing that people actually don't know. A lot of people don't know. What do you want your relationships like? What do you want your business like? People actually have no idea. They have this like, I've got to make this work with my partner because we've been in a relationship for seven years. And it's like, but their partnership is something that they despise. I've worked with people that it's just been really difficult. So instead of going straight into the partnership first, it's like, okay, what is it within yourself like that you really truly desire? And how can you really, like, because, again, a lot of people just haven't taken the time to stop and evaluate what do I want in my life. It sounds like a really simple question, but for so many people, it's something that's mind-blowing. It's like, oh, I want I want to be happy. Okay, but what do you actually want? Yeah, right. That's kind of the like, cop-out answer, you know, like, duh. Totally. But be more totally. specific, you know. Like, what do you actually want? What kind of partnership do you want? Do you want uh, monogamous? Do you want um, to be open? Do you want to explore different areas or like kink or tantra? Or do you want, you know, do you want to go on adventures? Do you want, do you like staying at home? Do you like cooking? Do you want children? You know, people just assume this white picket fence life. I was the same, you know, go to school, go to uni, get a job, climb the corporate ladder, get a house, have a partner, have children. And it's like, you actually can, it's like you're stuck in this box that's been created for you that 
a lot of people it's quite it's more of a common way of living life so going actually if you got to have anything you wanted if you knew that you wouldn't fail if you knew that you'd be loved and supported in every decision what would you want what would your life look like right. so yeah it it's a bit of a process because some people there's so much resistance even in creating that and just breaking down like why do you like for what purpose are you holding on to the belief that you can't have everything that you want because everything in your life is a creation conscious or unconscious it's like everything where you are what you're doing and like the people around you yeah it's like i'm sure you get this all the time but it's like when you level up and elevate people around you change yes. and people are so afraid of this change that they want to stay the same because it's easier being mediocre and having the familiarity around life rather than going wow i get to really have what i want do you know what's really interesting a lot of the people that i actually work with it's not the fear of failure and the fear of like it's actually the fear of success that they're the most scared of it's like the fear of oh what if i do get everything i want who who do who does that make me and who do i get to be and it's like the fear of shit i'm not this small little person that can't get the relationship i desire the the wealth that i desire the job that i desire the create the business i desire it's like oh my god i am a creator of my life and that's powerful so it's really unconditioning people from being like feeling that they're small to really allowing themselves to remember how big and shiny and amazing and incredible they are right exactly i think that is absolutely amazing because that's the thing a lot of that is well pretty much all of it is is self created you know like they thinking that you can't have everything that you want when it comes to this is is is, is wrong i mean you you can and and people mm-hmm. really think that they can't and that are really Mm-hmm. handicaps a lot of people people can't create that if they if they have those beliefs so it's amazing that you help people around that what what are because i'm on, on my podcast i'm a huge fan of actionable mm-hmm. advice right so mm-hmm. uh what is something what is one piece of actionable advice you would give that people can take and implement and take action on um to help you know get out from under that under those like limiting beliefs well depending on look at an area of your life whether it be relationships business your career and look at what is it that i have right now where am i right now and write it out a lot of people this sounds easy but a lot of people get stuck on this write out what you what you have right now and write out what you want and look at the differences and like look at okay so that's where i want to be what is one step that i can take every single day to get there because until you know what you want and until you're clear about where you're going so being able to really see feel hear what it is that you want you're not going to be creating it like a lot of people again it's like this stuckness it's like okay you can have if you can have everything you desire what is your wildest dream what is your wildest desire in relationship what kind of relationship if you know that you can create every single aspect of what you want So that's the first it's like getting clear on the desires and wants. Um mm, that would probably be like the easiest thing and also the most confronting thing to do for a lot of people. Yeah. So the easiest and one of the most challenging things at the exact same time. Totally. Yeah, yeah because it's like people are, <laughs> it's just like oh god like to get there it would take so much but it's like who are you right now and like who you were 5 years ago could you imagine yourself here now? Or like you know who you were 10 years ago could you imagine yourself no it's like people overestimate what they can do in one year but they underestimate what they can do in five 
So it's like, okay, mm. like that's the goal that I set for myself. That's my highest self. And a lot of people, we talk about um, visioning, you know, and modeling people. And it's like, who do you want to be? Like a Richard um, Brinson or um, all these people. And it's like, imagine if you could see your highest version of yourself and like you could see the vision of who you want to be, how your life looks, what it feels like, sounds like, um, looks like, feels like, like all of it. And then vision that and then ask yourself, how do I get to that? You know, model yourself and go, okay, that's who I am. What are the steps and work backwards from there? Right. I think that makes a lot of sense. I love it. <laughs> yeah. So it's yeah. like, why model it off of anyone else if you model off yourself? Mm. Very true. And, like, I talk about different timelines. Like, people are always on different timelines, and it's like your future version has, has already happened. It's just you're stepping into it. It's like, again, if you are already in this amazing relationship, what are those steps to get to that? And if you're already making um, seven figures in your business, who would you have to be in order to get to that, you know, and start taking the steps to then have what it is that you're desiring? So it's working backwards instead of going, oh, God, how do I make this million dollars? Oh, God, how do I have this relationship? It's like you already have the thing. You're just taking the steps to get there. Exactly. Exactly. I think that's very, very powerful. So uh, I, I'm curious because oftentimes uh, as coaches and leaders, we teach what we most need to learn, right? Mm-hmm. So have you yourself historically struggled with struggled with this or, or you know, what made you want to, to focus on this? Absolutely. Like my background, I'm, I grew up very Catholic, conservative, ethnic, and sex wasn't a conversation I had at, at home. Um, and I also saw, you know, growing up, it was living a life that was, like I explained earlier, like go to school, get a job, buy a house, marry someone, have children, live a life that's very much a box, do everything in order to make your husband happy is how I grew up. You know, don't be outspoken. Don't live a life that's crazy. Like my dad is one of eight, mum's one of five. All my family are quite well educated. And (laughs) when I just realized like, wow, I'm just not happy with what I'm doing. And I felt so undervalued. One of my uh, corporate jobs, I was working 80 hours a week and so unhappy. And I gained 20 kilos within the span of two years because I was just eating my feelings, eating stress. But on the outside, I looked like, I was living the best life because um, we would go to all these bars and restaurants to take clients out. We would have these fancy weekends away at wineries. We would be at um, clubs for a lot of events. So to the outside world, my life was so great, but it was my internal world, my internal self-worth. And I didn't, I, I had such low self-value and I didn't even realize it was so low until I started doing work on myself. I, I didn't realize how much I hated on my body and hated um, like every single part of me until I started loving myself. And once I started on the journey of um, self-development and embodiment and started really gaining the confidence in my sexuality, around sexuality, I should say, that's when doors started unlocking. I started making more money and the relationships that I really wanted happened so easily. 
Like I had all these walls up of I needed to control my life, but I didn't let things in. I didn't let love in. I didn't let money in. And it's the same kind of energy and frequency because I was so afraid of being controlled or things happening. Like I saw dad lose a business. And so I saw the stresses of of that growing up as well. And it was only when I started to really um, work on my own value, self-worth, confidence, that's when things really opened up. That's when I realized, wow, I can get out of the matrix and live life, live a life that I want, make money being able to do the things I love rather than feeling stressed out, working this 80-hour job, being miserable, like being stressed out of my head um, and feeling like this was going to be the next 40 years of my life. So that's where for me now it's like, wow, like you can actually explore these things. And I find why I work with people around intimacies because confidence is really great and really easeful for me to do. And I find that people, there's such a taboo like around sexuality and there's such a taboo around desires around sexuality as well. And it's interesting because everyone wants a relationship. Everyone wants a really great connection with someone and um, great intimacy and a great sex life, but they're just so afraid to talk about it. And it's like, how can we make all of life so easy to speak about. It's like being able to speak about sex, like you're having a cup of coffee, you know? It's like you don't just have sex and create intimacy to make children. You have it to enjoy your life and to actually open you up. And really you're allowed to feel pleasure in every moment of your life. So actually also teaching people how to feel the sensations of pleasure in all areas at any moment, no matter what's happening, is a big piece as well. So allowing your body to con- like continuously open instead of contract and freeze and yeah, going into a state of fear. Mm-mm. Right. I think that's really powerful. Mm. I think that's very powerful because without that confidence in yourself and without that desire to experience that kind of an intimacy, then you do fall into that trap of, you know, you, you what do they what do they say right uh, you you grow up you pay bills and then you die mhm and that's not that's not how I want to live life you know what i mean Mm-mm. totally and it's like if you're not creating your life to what you want you're living into someone else's and that was me for a long time i was living into what my family's projection of how i should be you know get a good job i, I was a chartered accountant for a while and when i realized oh actually i love people i moved into um talent acquisition and then recruited for large companies and that was great and I could do a lot of great work but it was still not enough and I was like okay I'm and then after working this crazy eight hour 80 hour job I moved into a, a great job where I had so much flexibility I could go in at nine or ten and leave at four and I was flown around all of Australia for different events for different things meeting all of our stakeholders and I was doing a lot of work with my team. And I loved, actually loved, my favorite part was supporting them thrive. And I went, okay, let's organize this. Let's organize that. Let's do these big things in HR so that people can feel good. But I just found it was bound by so much red tape. And I just found what I wanted to do, people wanted, but I just couldn't do it in the way that I wanted to because it was too out there. It was too radical. It was too, it was, you know, people were afraid of what was going to come out from it. So it's like, okay, great. I get that. And maybe 
this organization is not ready for it, but how can I do that and support lots and lots of people that are ready for it? Mm. It's funny. Usually so it's- that, that kind of thing usually ends up being the right thing to do, right? When people are mm-hmm. saying that like you shouldn't do it or it's crazy or whatever, it ends up being being the right thing. Oh my goodness. It was wild. Like again, being extremely ethnic, coming from an ethnic background and I have family that are engineers, doctors, uh, mm. teachers, pilots, all all sorts in in finance, like everyone. And like all of them were like, what are you doing? You're going to leave your, your corporate job and you're going to leave your high paying job with all of these bonuses, all of these things, all of this security for what? Really? And I'm going, <laughs> yes, because that's what my passion is. And now years on, I'm getting all these messages like, wow, it's so great that you just took the leap and doing what you wanted to do. And people talk about it with me like they don't have a choice. There's no option for them. And it's like, actually there is. You've just got to like on the other side of like success is like the risk. It's the fear of like, oh my goodness. And are you willing to take that leap? Are you willing to take that jump? Like, yeah, people sometimes it's so much easier to stay in familiarity, but it's just like, is that really where you want to be? If in 10 years time, your life didn't change at all, would you be happy? Does it bring you joy right now? So that's how I look at it. It's going, okay, like this is a one, I kind of look at it as if we're living a span of 80 years and you make this change and it takes you one year, is that really like the end of the world for you? Going, there's so much. Some people, yeah, there's so there's so much possibility. And it's like, really? Like, let yourself let yourself try something. Let yourself go for what you want. You can always exactly. come back to doing whatever you don't want in relationships or in life. But it's like when I see people starting to take those steps, that's when they're like, Oh, how was I living my life like that before? How was I in this relationship that I wasn't valued, that I um you know, I didn't matter that they talked to all these other people, that we were always in these arguments just because of security. It's like, no, oh, you are so valuable. You're so worthy. You're so amazing. It's like, why would you settle for that? Mm-mm. Like, and it's not even me saying that. It's like they start realizing that on their own because their value level of themselves increases. Exactly. It's like a lot of the things are around communication as well, around yeah, like actually being clear with what you want and speaking it. It's mm. funny. You, you can't actually take all of that security, right? And all the things that you had at your old corporate job, you can't take that with you when you die. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like what, what What is the point? Okay, yeah, you know, to be able to, to live a, a, a functional life, you do need some amount of money, right? You need to be able to have that at least some security in that way, but Mm -hmm. not so much that you sacrifice everything. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Totally. Is it really worth the security if you're living a miserable life? Yeah, no. And people don't even realize the possibilities of joy and happiness. It's like, look around you and look at the people that are doing what it is that you feel a bit triggered by. It's like, oh, they can do it, but I can't. And just catch yourself when that happens and going, wow, really? I can't do it? Says says who? Yeah, right? Like who said that to you, that you can't do it? You can do whatever you want. And I always find that when people 
get triggered by people's success. It's like, well, actually, can you turn it back around to go, if they've got that, I can do that too. Yeah, it's um, it's an interesting one. I find people getting all of this, especially when they start off on this journey going, oh, but I can't. And they have the, and I'm like, okay, have this, ha- ha- you don't need the like, I need to make a million dollars next year. It's like, what's this, what's the first step? to have you in more joy and feeling more pleasure and take that first. Exactly. Mm. And a lot of people think too, it's like if, if they want to leave a corporate job or if they begin kind of having these conversations with themselves mm. and having these thoughts, you think, well, okay, what I want is like, you know, I want uh, $10 million and I want to travel the world right now, fly in private mm-hmm. jet or first class or whatever. And I'm like, okay, well, mm-hmm. yeah, that's great. And I mean, it's not like that's impossible to achieve, but mm-hmm. also like, hold on a minute, you know, like that's not step one, right? Going from mm-hmm. your, you know, shitty corporate job to flying first class over the world going to take a couple mm-hmm. of steps. I mean, again, not, mm-hmm. not impossible, but like, mm-hmm. you know, you're saying you're going to want to, you know, do that in like six months from now and like okay well again that's possible but like it's it's like start small you know like we work your way up because otherwise like you mentioned earlier it's what i've heard before and i love it when it's brought up people overestimate what they can do in one year and underestimate what they can do in five Mm -hmm. and so that's the problem the biggest problem with that so if you overestimate what you can do in one year and then you inevitably don't hit that goal that you have for yourself then the kind of disappointment you feel especially when that's like Mm -hmm. the first one you know and you take all these make all these sacrifices take these risks to try to make this happen then you get so disappointed and oftentimes i feel like people will quit as a result Mm -hmm. of not meeting that the, the the fact that they their first step was like a, a huge massive leap. Mm. It's like, that's, like you can do whatever you want, but like you need to take it slow, you know? Totally. And it's giving yourself evidence that you can have what you want. And, you know, if you're like, I want to fly first class all over the world, you can absolutely create that and do that. Absolutely you oh. can. It's more around like, what are the things you want? Hey, I want someone to buy me a coffee today and let that, just open up, whatever. And I want X, Y, and Z, like start, like give yourself love and go, okay, like I want to stand with a lot of confidence. I want to walk in to speak to my boss and talk to them without feeling any fear. Give yourself that and start reminding yourself and reminding your body and giving yourself evidence of getting the things you want. I want to take myself out to dinner at this fancy place. And love it, you know. And then it's almost like, um, what's it called? It's like trust is a muscle and believing that you can create anything you want is also, a, there's a belief and there's a muscle. It's like I always say, like, tell the universe what you want and be clear. And when I say tell the universe what you want, it's like you are the universe, you're the creation of the universe. Everything around you is a reflection of your internal world and like the way your lenses are in front of you. If you think that life is hard, you're going to give yourself evidence to see that life is hard around you. If you say that life is amazing. I did this thing when I was in Europe, actually. Um, Like everyone always tells me how people in London are are not that nice and are not that... are not that great and they're not that friendly. And I was telling my cousins when I was there, I was like, no, I'm really lovable. People love me. People want to give me free things, like always. And it was funny because 
we were doing the big tourist thing around London and um, we were in front of the Buckingham Palace and every day, like when the guards change, there's police everywhere and they're yelling at every all the tourists to get off the road because you've got to get off the road so the guards can walk down. And I just said something like, have a nice day to one of the policemen on the horses and she stops and talks to us and she's the most amazing person. Um, she tells us where to go in East London where none of the police are and um, also escorts us to an amazing cafe because I tell her that I'm a tourist from Australia. And then at the cafe, it's this big um, Instagram where the like cafe and everyone's trying to take pictures and we sat there and I was taking a picture with my cousin and one of the hostesses moves, asks us if she can take a photo of us and then moves us to the table which with the best view. We didn't ask. She's like, oh, this table has come up. Do you want to move there? And we're like, yes, we would love that. And then she gave us some like on the house things and I just thought that was being nice. And my cousin's like, we've come here before. This has never happened to us. And then we went to where the all the crowns are set and, like, I can't even remember what it's called, like the place where all the crowns are and all the jewels are in, in England, mm. the Tower Bridge. And um, when I went there, they went to charge me a, an amount and I'm like, oh, really, it's that amount for an adult ticket? And they're like, oh, actually, you can pay the concession price. I am definitely not under 18. Like I definitely don't look under 18 and they offered me this price and I was like, wow. And then someone else bought me a free coffee from there. So it's just like, I was just saying the universe, like I'm really lovable. The universe loves me. People want me around. Um, People always want to give me free things. And that day my cousin's minds were blown. They were like, I've never seen people be so nice in London. And they grew up in London. They've grown up in London. They're just like, this is what it is. It's like your belief system creates and like, you create your reality. Whatever you say that you believe comes to fruition. So start giving yourself evidence of that and allow that to sink in. I think that's really powerful because I've been to London as well. And it's not like people were as excessively mean, but I definitely wasn't like giving a bunch of free stuff. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I, I think that is amazing. And I definitely think... <laughs> You know, I mean, people definitely, I mean, you can have an an energy about you. You know what I mean? Like people can see and feel the kind of person that you are. Mm. If you have any extended interaction with them and, and, you know, people get from you that you're, you know, very kind and very passionate. And I think that is, that comes across. And so I think being, just being yourself is one of the most important things a person can do in that way. Because I'd say that's like, if I had to, simplify and kind of quantify what 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 you were just saying your experience was you were just being yourself and that 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 was it you were just being yourself Mm -hmm. and people see that because a few people are truly just unapologetically as themselves you Mm -hmm. know what i mean and so i think that is incredible and i think that's something a lot of people are afraid to do and uh you're proof that that's you know it's a good thing (laughs) Totally. And this is like at the core of everything that I do. It's around self-love and it's around mm. how can you be more of your essence and more of your expression in the world because it's needed and desired by everyone. And when like, you know, when people are just like walking across the road and you just, oh, 
you turn to have a look at them and you don't even know what it is, but it's like, they've got a certain way of being. And it's like, they're able, like you can feel them in their power and you can see them and they might just look really casual. It's like, everyone has that capability and ability. It's just so many people have created these conditions on themselves. Like I need to be seen in a certain way, look a certain way. And there's a lot of fear of judgment and a fear of rejection. I can't, I also talk about um, most people's biggest fear can be condensed like 99%. This is my view from all the people that I've worked with. Like the biggest fear is the fear of being alone Mm. because like, I don't want to stand out. I don't want to speak out. I don't want to say the wrong thing. I can't have what I want because it's, I can't be too successful because if I do, then who do I lose? Like, is it family? Is it friends? Is it this partner that you've loved for a while that, you know, and it's like, actually like what if you were so okay with being alone so okay that whoever you allow into your life is actually supporting your like because you know you're so amazing it's like anyone else that you're adding in there is like actually they're doing a lot more to add to my life rather than coming from an empty cup and needing someone it's like how can you fill your own cup first so that everyone just adds to your life in these amazing ways yeah exactly so it's the premise of really um creating this space of going i'm motherfucking amazing and who do i choose to be in my life who do i choose to be in my world and what are they what are they adding to my life because i'm amazing yeah (laughs) (laughs) oh I mean that yeah tr- true I mean I think that is that that is so true and it's really interesting that the kind of core fear behind a lot of the fears that you you hear when you're talking to your clients and the people you mm-hmm. work with uh, because I mean fear is you know the core of of what it is that you do and what you're helping people with and what you're helping people mm-hmm. overcome Mm-hmm. So it's very interesting to me that it, that the core fear is that fear of being alone mm. because I, I'm sure that's true of, of many people, especially people who are actively trying to make a change, which is, you know, what happens if someone wants to go to, to you for, for this work. Mm-hmm. And there's that fear because if you, if you are being yourself, then even if you're around people, you can still feel isolated. If you feel like people don't appreciate that or don't want that or don't Mm -hmm. like who you are, if you're yourself, then there is definitely a profound isolation that you can feel Mm -hmm. when you do that. And it's kind of funny. No one, I feel like no one actually experiences that. If you start being yourself, if anything, you're less alone than you ever were before, which Mm -hmm. is what your experience was. It sounds like, and what my experience was as well. Mm. But it's just one of many, many, many fears that are completely baseless, but you believe mm. it until you actually just had to jump in and do that mm-hmm. thing. And then you realize, oh, wait a minute, that fear was, you know, bullshit. <laughs> it didn't matter. Mm-hmm. And so uh, it's it's amazing that you are proof of that and that you're helping people with with overcoming that. But mm. I... I I think we could probably talk about all of this for hours. I'm sure there are many, many, many insights that can be had, but I want to make sure I respect your time and the time of our listeners. I want to thank you so very much 
coming mm-hmm. on the podcast today, sharing your experience and helping to spread the message of, uh, you know, just being yourself, which is mm-hmm. one of the things I find most important. Uh, one of the things that I try very mm-hmm. hard to, to share and spread out. So I think that is amazing for people who are interested in you and in the work that you're doing and they want to learn more, uh, where can they do so? Where can they find out more about you online? So you can find me on Instagram at uh, Renetha Pereira or check out my website, RenethaPereira.com. Um, yeah, and send me a message if there's anything that comes up for you around this or you're wanting to know more, or if anything's sparked any thoughts. I would love to know. I would love to hear about it. There it is. All right, perfect. Mm-hmm. I think that is incredibly powerful. I encourage everyone listening to do so. Um, and uh, Renetha, thank you so much again for coming on the podcast today. Mm, thanks so much for having me, Evan. Thank you for listening to this episode and for supporting the Path to Podcast Success Show. If you haven't already, please leave us a five-star rating and a written review, letting us know what you think of the show so we can bring you the most value we can from these expert podcasters. Your support helps us reach more people looking to step up their podcast game so that they can continue to grow their brand and spread their message. So again, thank you for listening to this episode of The Path to Podcast Success, and we'll see you in the next episode.